0: Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern on either the Convention of States Facebook page or the Convention of States Project YouTube channel. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live.
1: Well, hello, COS supporters. Welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Lush. I'll be your host. And of course, I'm joined by Rita Peters, who is my co-host, but she's also the uh, Senior Vice President uh, for Legislative Affairs. Rita, it's great to have you back. How are you today?
2: I'm doing great. It's great to be here with you. We've got another exciting show. And you know, Andrew, I want to remind our audience, our last show, we were talking about this contest called COS Voices, where we are inviting people to give us their best COS pitch. And we've made it into a contest with some great prizes. So I want to just remind our listeners, go to cosvoices.com and give us your pitch, read the rules, figure out, you know, how to get involved. It's really easy. And I believe producer G has a clip for us. Let's go to that clip.
3: Hey, what's that COS on your shirt mean? Oh, um, wow. Thanks for asking. Um, Have you ever felt like there's nothing you can do when it comes to politics? Well, uh, this is a way where you can really get involved and make a difference. We're a nationwide organization that supports uh, an Article Five Convention of States to propose constitutional amendments that would, for example, uh, impose term limits on members of Congress. There are other initiatives that we're involved with, and we are growing a grassroots army that's over five million strong. Here's my card. You know, um, as I welcome people into COS time and time again, when they uh, realize the true potential of this movement, they get very excited. And I'd love to get to know you and see what we can do to work together toward a brighter future.
1: Thank you for reminding our audience, Rita, about COS Voice. It's a great competition that they can participate in. I also want to remind the audience about Following us on social media, you know we need to grow this program. We need to grow awareness of Convention of States. One of the great ways we could do that through social media. So give us a like, a rumble, a retweet, or a share. Let's get the word out about Convention of States and this secret weapon that our founding fathers gave to us. It's, of course, Article 5 of the Constitution. Well, Rita, we have a jam-packed show. We're going to be bringing on Jonathan Viad, who is a regional director. He is going to be talking about Uh, the end the FBI campaign that's going on right now. As you know, Rita, last week, the entire nation was stunned by the FBI raid on the former president at his residence at Mar-a-Lago. It was just completely shocking. It took uh, so many of us by, by, by surprise. And here at Convention of States, we don't just like putting out press releases and statements. We like action. We like doing things. We're an organization that cares about uh, you know, talking the talk, but also walking the walk. So we're going to be talking with uh, with Jonathan Viad about what COS is doing to push back against this abuse of power by the FBI. Uh, before we get to all of that, though, we do have our Article Five trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. So, Mike, over to you.
4: Thank you, Andrew and Rita. Boy, when I hear from the grassroots all over the country, they always know what's going on because of you guys. They tell me all the stories that you guys are telling, all the information. It's so great to be here and be a part of that. And it's funny because there's a few people that know that I'm giving stuff away. And today I'm going to give away this cool, true American T-shirt available at shopconventionofstates.com. So if you don't win, you can go there and buy one. But one of the reasons I like this so much is because it's kind of modeled after the superheroes that we saw, maybe G.I. Joe. Anyway, a whole lot of warriors out there, and you guys are all warriors. And so wearing this shirt gets to advertise that you're a warrior. People understand that you are sacrificing for this cause. That's why you're here. So I hope you will rep this shirt in a great way when you win it. And of course to win it you have to answer the trivia question trivia question today is a really good one another great conversation starter it helps to recruit other warriors because you're not the only one out there that's a warrior you're not the only one that thinks we really do need a convention of states in order to save this nation to use the constitution to save the constitution here's our question for today and i really hope that you are tuned in and know the answer. If not, you'll learn at the end of the show what the answer is, because I think you might be inspired. Nearly two thirds of all Americans support Convention of States for proposing amendments to the Constitution. According to polling, relatively recent polling last week, the Trafalgar Group, one of America's most trusted and accurate pollsters uh, came up with this question, and the question is which age group is the one that supports convention of states more than anything else? That's what our question is. And let's see here, the uh, the age brackets were either A, eighteen to twenty four, B, twenty five to thirty four. C, 35 to 44. And of course that's parents with children age, right? D, 45 to 65 and E, 65 and above. So again, A, 18 to 24, B, 25 to 34, C, 35 to 44, D, 45 to 65 and E, 65 and above. So two thirds of Americans support Convention of States which age bracket has the most or the majority support. I'll be back later to share that. Now let's get on to the real fun stuff with Rita and Andrew. Back to you guys.
1: Joining us today is Jonathan Vian, who is a regional director for Convention of States in <laughs> some of the past states. Uh, he has some experience with how to use telepatriot and voter voice to make to make our campaigns as straightforward as possible for American citizens to make their voices heard to their elected representatives. Uh, Jonathan Viad, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you back. I guess the first thing I wanna ask you is, what's your perspective on this whole end the FBI campaign? Why is it needed right now?
0: Well, Andrew and Rita, thank you so much for having me back. And uh, you had me at a perfect time because we've got a really important thing that's going on right now. I mean, Convention of States usually has a lot going on, but this campaign in particular, I think is a really important one. And many people may think that we made this decision just because of what happened to President Trump last week in Mar-a-Lago. And really that isn't the deciding factor here. It may have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but let's face it, the FBI has been a government institution that has been corrupt probably since its inception. Uh, If you listened to the battle cry on Sunday, Mark Meckler talked a lot about how J. Edgar Hoover was not a good person held a lot of uh, horrible views, uh, was a racist, and utilized his power with the FBI to really go after certain individuals for political purposes or for uh, racist racist motives. And yet when he retired and passed away, I should say, from uh, and left his role as director of the FBI, all of this information was available, and yet the FBI still named their building after J. Edgar Hoover, right? So I think that just goes to show you The nature of this organization and whether it's been missing out on um, shooters that have taken mass shootings that have taken place and the shooters that were involved, the FBI knowing about it, sending a bunch of agents I think it was 15 agents to investigate uh, a potential noose at a NASCAR event, um, or ignoring major political scandals like from Hillary Clinton or Hunter Biden, whereas targeting specific situations. Uh, such as the January 6th situation or what happened with President Trump, it's clear that the FBI has been mobilized as a political arm for the federal government and it's coming after people. And we just think that that is ridiculous and it's time that we take a stand. You know, there are certain instances where um, this country, we've faced a lot of major problems, uh, but lately our liberties have come under attack like never before. And in order to respond to that, it requires bold action. But I do want to add one other thing. Many people think that this may be a reaction or we're being reactionary here. And that's not true. Convention of States has been proactive, proactively seeking to reduce the size and scope of the federal government since 2013. The FBI is a part of the federal government and it needs to be shut down. So we have been actively trying to go after the federal government and reduce its size for a number of years. And this just builds off of what we've already been attempting to accomplish. So I think it's super important. I'm really glad that we are involved in this and uh, really proud of all of the hard work that our activists and our supporters have already poured into this effort.
2: So Jonathan, we announced this End the FBI Campaign Sunday night via Mark Meckler's battle cry. This is through our special citizen voice system where citizens can make their voices heard in a really simple way where we connect them directly with their legislators or representatives, what kind of response have we gotten so far?
0: The response has been tremendous. I mean, uh, first of all, everyone was really, really excited uh, at the time of the battle cry. I was actually on a state call with one of my state teams, and we talked about it, and I introduced them to endthefbi.com and told them, about the initiative that we have going on. And I kind of felt badly because it kind of hijacked their call. So sorry, Tennessee, that, it, that really kind of turned uh, the call a little upside down. Um, but they were incredibly excited, incredibly passionate about this, and the numbers bear that out. Right before uh, I came on this program, I took a look to see, and so far we are just under 40,000 messages that have already been generated by our activists and supporters across the country. So when you think about it, it's only been 40 hours since we announced and the FBI.com and that's about a thousand messages an hour. Uh, So that's been just an incredible response. We're really excited about this. And we know that as we continue to push it out, as we continue to share it amongst our social circles, we're gonna see an even bigger response. And uh, I think Mark said he's expecting that number to get up into the millions and we definitely feel that that is correct. And
1: you you hit it when you said it's incredible. I mean, this is an incredible number. 40,000 messages sent out in the course of 40 hours. That is so impressive. But we're not just using this app called Citizen Voice. We're also using um, an, a, another app to further push this out. It's something called Telepatriot. Can you explain for the viewers who might not be familiar with telepatriot what this app is and why it's so successful or why it can be a successful tool that we use to push out calls to action and different cos messages
0: so telepatriot is an incredible tool developed by one of our activists with convention of states and we've really taken it and we've kind of run with what the initial idea was and really built it into a really integral part of our communication system when it comes to trying to put our activists into action. And what Telepatriot is, is it's a portion of the COS Action app. So anyone can download the COS Action app and there'll be a number of different features there. You won't, however, see Telepatriot as soon as you download that app because you need to be assigned a Telepatriot volunteer. So if you're not connected with your state team, I'd, I'd implore you, go to conventionofstates.com, click on the Take Action tab, just sign up to become a volunteer activist. But when you do, and you're answering that survey, make sure that you indicate you're interested in being a Telepatriot volunteer. Once you have assigned the volunteer agreement and have been assigned the Telepatriot volunteer, you will then see that feature on the app. And when you're assigned to a mission, what it does is it enables you to go in there and start to make phone calls to people within a given mission. And what it, the way it operates and the way it works is, you go into this team, You have a script right there that you can read from so you don't have to come up with the conversation on your own so if you're a little uncomfortable making phone calls we're trying to make it as simple and easy for you as possible you'll have a script you'll see the number come up there all you have to do is press a button the call will be made you can go back to the app read the script to the person after you're finished talking with them you hang up you go to another screen that has a profile where you can log some notes and some of our missions we set up pre-formatted notes to make it even easier for you. So all you have to do is click a button to add a note to their profile, save it, and you're on to the next call. It automatically loads it for you and makes it very simple and easy. And this has been an incredibly important tool for us when we've been doing a number of different things, when we've been trying to contact legislators to pass our resolution, when we've started to get involved in election activity and try to get people out to vote. And we've also used it when we were getting involved with school board elections. and. We've paired it with some candidate surveys that we've put together in order to educate people and let them know where school board candidates come down on important issues. It's one of those elections that are a little bit more difficult for people because usually school board uh, positions are nonpartisan. So people don't really know exactly where these candidates come down on some of these issues. So we're using candidate surveys and then pairing that with Telepatriot to get the word out to people so that they're educated before they go to the polls fact that we've got a mission going on right now here in the state of Florida where we have two different telepatriot missions going on for school board elections and in Florida it's a little bit different we have our school board elections part of the primary election so that's coming up here it actually uh, a week from today is the primary election so it's a really important mission that we have going on right now uh, so if you're interested again I encourage you sign up to become a volunteer Make sure that you indicate that you're interested in being a Telepatriot volunteer and your state team will get you assigned, will get you trained up, and then we'll get you added to that mission. And again, it's also another great tool that we can use to then call people and try to recruit and bring in more activists. In fact, one of our... Uh, associates here at the national organization, Andrew Barkman, who is a block walking coordinator, has been using that to reach out to get more people that would be willing to block walk and go out and actually knock on doors and talk to people and get to know them more about, uh, get them more educated about Convention of States. So this is an, an incredible tool that really helps us in a number of different areas. We just need more and more activists to be a part of this so that we can be even more successful.
2: Yeah, that's right. Because here at Convention of States Action, we're all about activism. We are not just a big list of names that, you know, we send emails to. (laughs) We are about being actively engaged in self-governance in all different ways. And I love that you gave so many examples of how this Telepatriot app is used by citizen activists in our organization. And Jonathan, I wonder if you have any, you know, in your the recesses of your memory, if there are any inspiring stories that have come out of um, some some of our volunteers' use of the Telepatriot app.
0: So there, there are a ton of stories that I can tell you about uh, the difference that our activists have been making. We've been making a big difference when it comes to trying to help our people reach out to legislators and let them know about the resolution and getting it over the finish line. I think back to South Carolina earlier this year, and it was a little bit different, where we needed the governor to uh, sign on to our resolution in order for it to get over the finish line. We activated our volunteers to contact his office when, uh, when it was that time, and we wanted to make sure that he was going to support this and sign on. We had activists from across the country making phone calls to our supporters there in South Carolina to put the word out. Last year uh, in December, we participated in our very first get out the vote uh, situation with a school board uh, in the Houston Independent School District, which is, is I believe the, the largest school district in the state of Texas and the seventh largest in the country. And from our efforts, making over 16,000 phone calls in two weeks, uh, we saw candidates that had answered our survey in, an, in a fashion that, Uh, indicated they were interested in pro-liberty portions or pro-liberty subject matter and making sure that we're not trying to impose uh, certain draconian rules on kids like masks and vaccines and things of that nature. Those candidates were victorious in their elections because of our, our, our efforts. And it wasn't a matter of telling people who to vote for it was just a matter of educating them before they went to the polls. We contacted them, we gave them that candidate survey that we gave to them. They looked at it and they went and they exercised uh, their rights and voted their values. And their values were obviously in favor of making sure that kids were protected. Uh, So it was an incredible success for us. But one of the stories I think that makes me the proudest about Telepatriot actually doesn't have to do with a victory per se. There was a situation a few years ago where our activists in South Carolina were actually on the phone with someone. And someone mentioned that, that person that they were talking to was an older gentleman. And he said he was having difficult breathing. He could barely get up. He could barely move. He was he was really in some serious trouble. So our activists quickly called 911 and spoke with them. They said, you know, we really need an address. And we didn't have an address, but we had a name and phone number and we gave it to the 911 operator. And uh, a couple of, a couple of t- moments later uh, after our volunteer, ended the connection with that dispatcher they contacted them back and they said that they were able to get that gentleman the help that they needed so that just goes to show you how our activists go above and beyond right it's not just a matter of trying to connect with people and get them out to vote or anything we care about the people that we're reaching out to and our activists are quick quick thinking like that one in south carolina where we can actually make a difference in helping someone and uh hopefully we were able to save a life there and and that was just a tremendous effort by that volunteer and we're incredibly proud of the work that they do so it's really important again i can't emphasize enough that we need more and more people willing to make these phone calls and i'd encourage you to sign up to become a telepatriot volunteer today
1: that is so inspiring jonathan it's great to see or great to hear about how our activists are willing to step up and and not just try and save the country but they're trying to save other people too when 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 something as as crazy as unable to breathe and difficulty breathing arises that that's just so inspiring Um, i want to change uh switch gears real quick though and just ask you a question about the broadcast that you host every month um can you tell us a little bit about um the cos at home webinar and maybe can you give us a preview into this upcoming
0: webinar that you're going to be hosting for this month absolutely and thank you so much for mentioning that andrew so tomorrow night uh we're going to be having our next convention of states at home webinar and our guest for that webinar is going to be none other than america's constitution coach and the patriot academy founder rick green we're really looking forward to having rick green join us again he's been a guest on cos at home before obviously we have a tremendous partnership with uh patriot academy and what we're going to be talking about first obviously we're going to be talking about the fbi and i'm curious to know what rick's insight is on this being a former state legislator how he may res- how he may have responded, or some ways that legislators can respond to the FBI and and situations where the federal government goes beyond what their mandate is or what what they were designed to do. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about the importance to have educated activism. Right? We obviously want to see as many people get out there and and be active, but if they don't fully understand what it is that they need to do or fully understand what they're advocating for, they may not be successful. So I'm really looking forward to talking with Rick about those and much more. So again, if you'd like to join us, I know Producer G dropped the link there, but it's conventionofstates.com forward slash Rick Green for you to register tomorrow night. That's August 17th at eight o'clock Eastern time. We look forward to seeing you then.
2: Well, Jonathan, before we let you go, tell our viewers how they can get involved with End the FBI. And also how they can learn more about multiplying their impact with the Telepatriot app we talked about.
0: Absolutely. So if you want to take action, you want to stand with the just under 40,000 people that have already said we need to end the FBI, go to endthefbi.com and fill out the voter voice information there. You can enter your information and we have messages that you can easily just generate and send to your congressman and to your senator as well as your state legislators as well so again endtheFBI.com the FBI.com to do that and again if you're interested in being a telepatriot volunteer please go to conventionofstates.com click on the take action tab sign up to become a volunteer there's a role specifically that says volunteer activist click on that one and as you're completing that survey make sure that you indicate you're interested in being a telepatriot volunteer and a member of your state team will reach out to you and add you to this critically important team so Thank you for that, and make sure that you um, uh, feel free to look at some of the other roles as well, and we appreciate all of your help and assistance in this. Hmm.
1: Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us uh, uh, today. It was a pleasure speaking with you again. We hope to have you back on the program. Um, You're always welcome here. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, guys. All right, now we're going to go over to our Article 5 answer with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, back to you. you.
4: Well, you guys ready to see who won the shirt or to see if you won the shirt, because I'm going to give the answer to our trivia question. I know there were a ton of people that were typing their answers in there. Hopefully you were in there first with the answer, even if you had to guess, right? Multiple choice. It's a great way to go. The question, if you are wondering, nearly two thirds of all Americans All Americans support a convention of the states for proposing amendments to the Constitution. And according to polling from the Trafalgar Group, one of America's most trusted and accurate pollsters, we say that because when they speak, people, people are listening because they've proven to be accurate. They know how to put their finger on the pulse of Americans. Of those two thirds, all age brackets had a majority support, but which had the biggest majority, A, 18 to 24, B, 25 to 34, C, 35 to 44, D, 45, to 65, and E, 65 and above. Well, the answer to that question is C, 35 to 44 year olds, they have the strongest support for COS with a whopping 71% of those polled in the age group believe we need a convention of states. These are people, as I said earlier, that have children, that understand the legacy of what's going on, the overreach that's happening, the overspending, the overregulation, the lack of freedom, the loss of our liberty, all those things can be fixed with the convention of states and we need to make it happen. You know, it's really interesting because I am, I just filled out my, uh, my little activism, on end the i excuse me end the fbi so if you go to endtheFBI.com, you're going to see an opportunity to be able to communicate with your elected officials in your state to urge them to put an end to a corrupt organization from the start and to start over wipe the slate clean if we're going to get a police force if we're going to get an interstate police force that does what it's supposed to do we probably need to just wipe that slate clean. Anyway, I sent that off. I got an email back right away from my state representative here in California. I went to his Facebook page. It turns out he's quite a liberal Democrat. The interesting thing about that is how much pushing back there was on his Facebook page from all the people that don't like all the abortion on demand, that don't like all of the wokeness, all of the critical race theory, all of the taking over of raising our children in school, the gender issues, there's so much going on, and people are pushing back. And I'm sure it says they're taking down posts, but there is still just an overwhelming number of people that are pushing back. So I would recommend go to nthefbi.com, get involved, you'll see how encouraged we are, how many people are just like you. Well, thanks for having me, you guys. Back to you, Rita and Andrew, and everybody else, have a great evening.
2: Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week because we believe in America, the greatest nation that has ever existed. But what is being done to her by swamp monsters in D.C. is a violation of everything that made her special. The founders knew this might happen, and they gave us a plan to fight back. In Article 5 of the Constitution, they inserted a fail-safe a convention of states for proposing amendments to rein in federal tyranny. We're organizing where we, the people, have the advantage, in the states. The best part? Neither the president nor Congress can do a thing to stop us. The states are agreeing in advance to discuss amendment proposals on three topics, term limits, fiscal restraints on Congress, and limits on the size of the federal government. So join Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Rand Paul, Mark Levin, and millions of liberty-loving patriots by signing and sharing the petition at conventionofstates.com. Then click the Take Action tab to help us save America.
1: Also, please be sure to follow us on social media. We are on Rumble, MeWe, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, YouTube, Instagram, Getter, and TikTok. Please like the content that you see there and then share that content with uh, your friends on social media. That's how we grow the program. It's how we grow this movement. Uh, You can listen to um, this program and other historic legacy content from our Convention of States podcast. Just search Convention of States wherever you podcast from. You can text START to 54555 if you want to bypass big tech and receive important COS messages and updates. Again, that's START to 54555. Check out the battle cry with COS President Mark Meckler. It's on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of COS Live. But remember, politics is not a spectator sport. You got to be in the fight. You got to be in the the trenches, fighting for liberty. Your country needs you. We need you. You need to get in the game. Thanks for joining us. This
0: has been the podcast version of COS Live, originally broadcast on Convention of States Facebook and Convention of States Project YouTube. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com pod. Thank you for listening.